Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. Welcome back, honeyhead. We are jumping right in today. First of all, I'm so glad that you're here. I I feel like I get this a lot and you let me know if you resonate with this. I have folks tell me, hey, um, I feel like I am doing the work. I am setting the boundaries. I'm putting my foot down and people are, are still not respecting the boundaries that I've set. And I look at that and sometimes tilt my head a little bit because this could be happening for a number of reasons, a whole slew of reasons, right? And we're going to get into those today. But first of all, I want you to really consider what a boundary might sound like. This is not, this is very much not the first episode that we've done on boundaries. And I, I want you to get the, the language in your head. And first of all, ask yourself, am I communicating it in this way? A boundary might sound like this. It is my responsibility to make myself happy and figure out what brings me joy. A boundary might sound like this. It's not my responsibility to make sure everyone else is happy. Or it's not my job to rescue people. Or I do not have to anticipate other people's needs. Maybe for you it's something very specific and you go with something like, it's okay to say no. It's okay if other people get angry. It's okay to spend time alone without having to explain myself. It's okay if the other people didn't agree with me or my decision. It's okay to be myself and not what others want me to be. And lastly, no one has the right to abuse me or disrespect me in any way, including my family, my friends, my partner, my coworkers, or my employer. Now I imagine what's rolling around in your head right now is like, wow, um, why do you feel the need to put that last one on there? Well, I'll tell you, a lot of times, one of the biggest reasons why people are not respecting the boundaries that you have set is because you start to make excuses for them. You start to say, well, it's okay because they're family. You know, that's just family. That's, that's just how it is. Or you start to make excuses for your partner. Well, it's okay. They're just really stressed. They're really stressed out, right? They didn't mean it. Or they weren't thinking. Maybe we've made that excuse for a friend. So yeah, I do feel like it's necessary to have that last one on there. And in fact, I'm going to read it to you again. No one has the right to abuse me or disrespect me in any way, including my family, 
my friends, my partner, my coworkers, and my employer. No one. No matter what situation they're going through, no matter what they're experiencing, that does not excuse their behavior and allow for them to violate the boundaries that you have set. Now let's really take a look at this. As I mentioned before, there are so many reasons of why people might not be respecting your boundaries. Consider at the very beginning of knowing that a boundary needs to change. Consider the way that you communicate it. Maybe they're not respecting your boundaries because you don't take yourself seriously. Maybe for you, it sounds something like, hey, it would, like, it would be really cool if when you talked to me, you didn't fill in the blank, okay? You're not taking yourself seriously. You're not making this person understand why it's important for them to follow that for you. If, they, if, if you are not taking it seriously, why the hell are they going to put in the effort to take it seriously? Right? So first I want to ask yourself... Are you taking yourself seriously? Secondly, are you holding that person accountable? Again, this goes back to making excuses for them, right? Not only are you potentially making excuses for their behavior, but are you holding them accountable when a boundary is broken? Because if there is not a conversation after that, There's no reason for them to do anything differently. There's no one bringing that to their attention and saying, hey, this is not what I communicated to you before. I'm holding you accountable in stating that our relationship, this boundary exists and I expect it to be respected. So asking yourself if you're maybe not holding them accountable. Thirdly, are you apologizing for setting the boundary itself. Hey, I'm really sorry. I just have all kinds of shit going on. And from our relationship, this is what I need. Why are you apologizing for acting, for asking for the basic things that you deserve? Why are you apologizing for that? Because the second that you apologize is the moment that you automatically put yourself in the wrong. Maybe they're not respecting your boundaries because they heard an apology from you. And that means that you need to do something differently, not them. So are you apologizing for the boundaries that you're setting? Or are you allowing for too much flexibility? Too much flexibility. Well, they didn't really mean it. Well, they were just making a joke. That's awfully flexible for something that is important to you. Awfully flexible for something that is a basic need that you have. And something that you have previously communicated to this person. So are you giving them too much wiggle room? Are you finding yourself saying, oh, well, they were just joking. Oh, well, it's not a big deal because blah, blah, blah. 
Or are you speaking in uncertain terms? Are you speaking in terms that are not assertive, that are not direct with what you need? Are you speaking in a way that they don't fully understand what the boundaries are? Maybe it's a situation where they truly don't understand what you're asking of them. Maybe we're not being direct enough and giving them the opportunity to understand what the boundary is and therefore respect it. So are you communicating that in a certain way, in a direct way? Because that's going to change things. Okay, dude, before I get too far into today's episode, I have to talk to you about a really freaking cool opportunity. My mentor and badass friend, Keisha Gitmiri, hosts an event every year called Empower Her Life. This year is going to be year two, and I want to see your booty in the room with me experiencing what I had the opportunity to experience last year. So Keisha has done something really freaking cool for us honeyheads over here, and she's given us a discount code for $50 off our admission. If you use code EMILY at checkout, you will get $50 off your ticket, and you'll get in the room with me and Keisha to grow the way that you are meant to grow. Go check it out. Maybe for you. It is one of those classic situations, and I don't fault you for this because I have certainly (laughs) done this before, but maybe you haven't verbalized your boundaries at all. Maybe they are all stuck in your head and you haven't gotten them out, and really what you're doing is you're stewing on them. And every time that boundary that you know needs to be set, that you know needs to be communicated, every time that boundary is violated... It pulls you further and further into your head and away from the verbalizing that needs to happen. Away from the, yes, difficult conversation that needs to occur in order for anything to change. I love you, my dear, but the longer that you keep that in your head, instead of having the difficult, uncomfy, potentially awkward conversation, the longer that boundary is going to be continuously violated. They don't know it exists. They don't know that's a need that you have. So are you, in fact, depriving them of the opportunity to meet your need? Are you depriving them of the opportunity to respect the fact that there are certain topics that you can't talk about right now? Are you depriving them of the opportunity to respect the fact that you might be focused financially and can't be lending them money? The other piece of this too, my friend, is that you might be assuming that stating your boundary once is enough. And a lot of times we know anything about change and also habit is that it can't just happen once, right? We go through a change process. Anytime we're in our own personal growth journey or even a relational growth journey, you can't just confront the issue once, right? It can't just be stated once. 
And anytime that we're building a new habit, we know that it has to happen over and over again. We know that has to be asserted over and over again. So sure, you may have had that difficult, awkward conversation, but they might not be respecting your boundaries because that was communicated once. And maybe they need the gentle, assertive reminder that, hey, this isn't changing. This is still the boundary that I have. And lastly, maybe you assume that people are just going to figure out your boundary based on how you act when they violate the boundary. Maybe you're assuming that they're going to notice that you shut down when you start, when they start talking about babies. Maybe they are just going to know that when I get quiet about other people announcing that they're pregnant or posting a, a pregnancy announcement or adoption or whatever growing their family that they're just going to magically know that that's what you need I don't know about you but I often on the receiving end of someone shutting down and getting quiet my first thought is confusion confusion and concern Right, but I, I sure as hell don't assume what that other person needs from me. I can recognize that they had a reaction. I can recognize that something shifted. But sitting and, and waiting for people to somehow understand or figure out your boundary based on how you act when they violate that boundary is not going to assist our change process. Most people are not going to be able to guess what your boundary is. So again, are you depriving them the opportunity to have that very valuable information? Now you know, hopefully, by now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I'm not going to be the person to tell you that this is a walk in the park. I'm also not going to be the person to tell you that this conversation happens perfectly the first time. Because there may be other reasons outside of you as to why this person isn't respecting your boundary. To be honest with you, maybe they don't see it as a problem. Maybe they don't see it as a problem. And then you have a decision to make. If this person is going to continue to violate the boundaries that I have set, then I get to choose the amount of energy I put into that relationship. I get to choose the amount of closeness that I experience with them. And although I can't control their actions, I don't get to decide if they respect that boundary or not. I do get to decide what I do with their actions, how I respond to their actions. So although we may may not be able to control whether or not they respect the fact that babies and children are a touchy subject 
for me right now. What I do have control over is the environment that I find myself in. I do get to choose whether I put myself in an environment where my boundaries are respected and honored and appreciated, or if I continue to expose myself to that hurt. Again, a difficult, difficult choice. I've given you all kinds of different reasons as to why someone might not be respecting the boundaries that you have set. And I'm sure there are are five million reasons more. But the fair, I I feel like a kind of follow-up to this conversation is really some self-reflection on the boundaries themselves. The other thing that we're going to have to ask ourselves is, uh, are my boundaries too rigid or too loose? Are they in the healthy range? Maybe for you, you start to notice that, damn, my, my boundaries are really rigid right now. And I have all of this difficulty trusting people and this, this rigid view on, on rules about what you will and won't do. Maybe you're super rigid about things having to be done your way, right? Or a need to feel in control. Maybe you're really quick to cut people out of your life. Or force yourself to have these surface-level relationships in order to keep yourself safe. Maybe you start to notice that you feel really misunderstood and alone because of how rigid your boundaries are. Maybe you notice that you're really reluctant to share or closed off and really unable to be vulnerable. If these things are starting to ring true to you, maybe we need to do some analysis on the boundaries themselves. Am I too rigid with my boundaries? Am I creating a barrier in that level of connection? Or are these boundaries rigid due to the nature of the relationship? Because there are some situations where that's going to be needed You're going to have more rigid boundaries with some people than you are others, right? But if some of these things are ringing true to you, that might be an inner conversation worth having. But we also need to look at the flip side, right? Are my boundaries too loose, too weak? Am I noticing that I've become super passive, super passive, and I'm not really asking myself what I I want or what I need. I'm really allowing others to just mistreat me. Maybe I'm falling into some people pleasing. Maybe you notice for you that you start to be unsure of what you like, what matters to you, what you need or what you want. Maybe you find yourself craving this external validation, right? I need to be validated by others in order to feel worthy. That tells me our boundaries are too weak or too loose. Maybe I also notice that my boundaries are too loose because I start to overshare personal information in relationships where it's not appropriate. If any of these are ringing true for you, maybe we need to have that inner conversation of, ooh, I I might need to tighten up my boundaries a little bit. 
I might need to reassess my the boundaries that I've set in that relationship or that environment. We want to get to a place where we're feeling assertive, where we're feeling like we can directly ask for what we want or what we need. When we're clear about how we want to be treated and what's my responsibility versus their responsibility, I'm, I'm saying no without feeling guilty. I'm respecting others' limits and, and their boundaries too. I have this strong sense of, of who I am and what matters to me. And I share personal information when it's appropriate. Appropriate for the situation and for the relationship. Now, I, you know that I'm going to be honest with you. You're not going to be 100% all the time. You're not. You might have a moment at work where you find yourself saying something out loud and you're like, oh, Emily, that's an inside thought. That's an inside thought. Let me tell you, my friend, I do that. (laughs) I do. Sometimes being an open book gets the best of me and I realize, oh, got to tighten up those boundaries a little bit. Not because people can't be trusted, but because I need to assess the appropriateness of the relationship. I also find myself sometimes, especially in, in college and the years after, constantly being on guard. Constantly tightening up my boundaries and keeping myself distant from other people. So I think this conversation is twofold, right? Asking ourselves, okay, I'm in a situation where I feel like my boundaries are not being respected, where I'm feeling like I, I had this conversation and I did the really uncomfortable thing and here I am in the same spot that I felt before. And this other person is not meeting that need. So first of all, asking ourselves, what, what could be the cause of that? And if we really struggle to find an answer, and we might, if we really struggle to find an answer, then maybe we take it a step further and have that inner conversation about the boundaries themselves. Are they too rigid? Are they too loose? Do I need to make some changes? Am I doing this based on previous experience or based on the relationship that's sitting right in front of me? Am I projecting my my past onto this relationship now? This is one that I feel like we could do a whole series on. And if that's something that you're you're wanting in the future, I'm happy to continue that conversation. But today, I hope that in in listening to this, things really ignited for you and your growth. Maybe it was the conversation regarding, you know, why why they're not following through with the boundaries we've set and what might be the source of that. Maybe for you, it's the overall general mindset towards your boundaries of, yeah, I've been pretty damn rigid. No wonder I feel pretty alone right now or you know I've been I've been real loose (laughs) with with my boundaries and 
maybe I've allowed things that I don't necessarily agree with or don't necessarily feel good, right? I want to know what that spark was for you in this episode today. And the thing that I'm really excited about is that we now have a kind mind voicemail box that you can give me a call and let me know what that moment was for you today. And in our next episode, I will share that with our community and celebrate your wins and answer your questions and continue our conversation. Because the beautiful thing about what we do on the Kind Mind Project and and what we do over on Instagram is we recognize that no one is the expert. No one is the expert. I have just as much to share as you do. So I hope that you'll give me a call. Give me a call at 614-482-4926 and leave me a voicemail. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Stay kind. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know. Okay. But until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind. <laughs>